All sports talk is next on News Radio WGNS. WGNS, Riffreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Sorry for the problem, folks. We had a little bit of a miscommunication at the station, but we're all back and ready to go. Matthew Gillespie's going to join us here in just a second. Uh, Nick, let's just go ahead and get him up if we can, because uh, hopefully the spots were played throughout that. We'll get this done from TWSAA. Also with us this afternoon will be uh, Coach Rick Hensel, Coach of Lady Raiders. We'll get him on after the Blue Raider Insider Report. Uh, lots of things going on this week. Of course, Major League Baseball started playoffs last night. And uh, the Yankees and Red Sox played a one-game series to get there. The Red Sox win it at home against fin- in Fenway. Tonight, the Cardinals and Dodgers, two other iconic teams, play each other. A one-game series. That's After 162 games, it's pretty tough to play one game and, and say you're in or out. But uh, that's the way it's set up. Uh, should be a good one tonight. Uh, if you're a Major League Baseball fan at all, I'd suggest you get jump in and uh, – Watch that game. On Thursday night, uh, Oakland and CPA will play at the Ray Hughes Field in Murfreesboro there at Oakland. And uh, CPA from the same classification as Lipscomb, who two weeks ago gave Oakland all they could stand, but Oakland ended up winning. CPA, according to some, are better than uh, Lipscomb. So it should be a terrific football game, and uh, I expect a nice crowd. The weather should be clearing off by uh, – Tomorrow night, I think, and everything should be in good shape. Uh, Friday night, as far as we know, is Braves baseball. Uh, that game is scheduled the first pitch, I believe, is 337. It'll be on WGNS Radio. All Sports Talk will not. And on Saturday, Middle Tennessee goes to Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on Liberty. Uh, Liberty, a very, very good football team. A, a new program, but uh, extremely good. 
uh, middle after their win over Marshall last week. Again, on the road, they'll play on the road this week, and then they'll go to UConn before coming back home. So uh, they've had a lot of road games early on in the season, which is really tough for a football team to get into. But they're two and three. Uh, somehow or another, uh, you get a win at Liberty. They're a 19-point dog in that game, so that's not likely to happen. But uh, uh, they were a 10-point underdog to Marshall. So um, and won that one in, in pretty good fashion. Lots of turnovers for Middle Tennessee's defense. Good, good for them. The rain had something to do with it, maybe. But uh, Middle was able to hang on to the football for the most part and win the game 34-28 uh, after building a nice lead at the half in uh, – Hanging on. Tomorrow on All Sports Talk, Chris Massaro, the athletic director, will talk at Middle Tennessee, will talk with us. And we'll have, have some more high school football talk with Chris Eakes, who is part of Tennessee Prep Weekly uh, across the state uh, and knows a lot of football. And, and I'm anxious to get his comments on CPA Oakland, which will be right after our show tomorrow night. So all that taking place. Uh, most teams are off this week in the county because of fall break. Laverne. Very unusual situation. Last Friday, they found out about, uh, I understanding, listening to the coach on Saturday morning about 1 o'clock on Friday afternoon that there were no officials assigned to their game. And so they had to postpone that game with Dixon County. Um, there is a, a good bit of shortage of officials. I'm, I'm told that uh, several games are working with a short crew. Typically, I think there's a six-man crew out uh, for high school football, certainly Five, uh, five or six, but I understand that they're playing a lot, several games with four-man crews, and that's why you're seeing a plethora of games being played on Thursday night so that they can assure themselves of getting some officials on there. So uh, uh, Laverne will host Dixon County on uh, Friday night to best uh, to my knowledge. That's what was told on the coach's show Saturday morning, so we'll go with that. I would think everybody else is off. With good season running for Rockvale, of course, a brand-new uh, football program three years ago. Riverdale having a heck of a year. They're on a collision course with Oakland in a couple of weeks, and uh, the Battle of the Borough should be something uh, pretty special this year. We'll just have to wait and see how that works itself out. We are in a rain delay, I believe, waiting for Matthew Gillespie to join us, and hopefully that'll happen here real soon. Just checking through some notes. But other things happening. Of course, uh, Matthew Gillespie will talk to us about He's in Sevierville, Tennessee, for high school golf championships for TWSAA. Golf starts before any other sport in the fall, and they finish before any other sport in the fall. And the, that championship is, I believe, this is the first year to be playing up in that area of the Tennessee for the championship. And they'll see, and he'll report to us not only about that, but I, I'm curious to find out what he's got to say about the officiating situation and. Uh, and, of course, TWSAA moving their uh, championship games to Chattanooga this year. The Blue Cross Bowl will be played at uh, Finley Stadium in Chattanooga, right there along the river. I've not been to the stadium, but I've been past it several times. It looks very nice. should be a, a accommodating host. Chattanooga does a great job with uh, their events, and so we'll have to see how that works itself out. But uh, that that's coming up here in a while. But the team's battling to get into the playoffs, some uh, aspiring to uh, winning a championship and several uh, uh, looking at this next next games on Friday night will be basically playoff games here in Rutherford County. That's the kind of the case you got Oakland Riverdale uh, pretty well assured of being one or two, something like that. 
uh, Rockville's in good shape for three. We'll just have to see how that works itself out. Stewart's Creek, uh, Blackman, Siegel, all uh, just need to win every game that they can win to, to have a chance to get in. So we'll just have to see how it works itself out. Those games will be uh, kind of playoff games, atmosphere that they're uh, taking place. So as we mentioned, ball break in place. Uh, interesting to see how coaches are working with the fall break. It's a it's a headache to some degree to, to take a break in, in the middle of the season. The other side of it is you get a chance to rest up physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, and I, as a, I'm not sure coaches will admit to it, but they need to break probably as much as the players do, even though I know how coaches will work out. Coaches will not, will not take that break nearly the way players do. Players likely will get far, far away from football and not give it much thought. The football, excuse me, uh, coaches – even if they take a short trip, my guess is they will be still involved with their football situation all the way through the thing. So we'll see. Uh, college football, uh, interesting week last week. We, of course, weren't on Monday. And, and, of course, the Titans on Sunday. We'll get to that maybe in a bit as well. But a very interesting week in college football. University of Tennessee was expected to beat Missouri, I think, by most folks. Uh, but uh, just laid the hammer down. And that offense that Josh Heupel has been trying to get in place is certainly has taken place. They're, they're in good shape there. Uh, great win. Vanderbilt uh, worked and worked and gets a win over UConn, uh, who is Middle Tennessee's opponent, not this week, but the next. So Vandy with two wins, that may be all they'll get. They've the rest of the schedule does not look like that they're uh, capable of winning many, if, if any, of those games. The Arkansas game against Georgia was a very big surprise. Uh, Georgia was favored. Georgia's really good. We knew that. But Arkansas was really good, too, it appeared. And, and I think they are. I think they really are still really good. But uh, got hammered 37 to nothing. And Georgia had a backup quarterback in. Now, Granted, the backup quarterback has played a fair amount of football, so it was not like they put a raw rookie out there. But uh, And then Alabama, Ole Miss, many of us uh, thought that that was going to be a heck of a football game. Last year, Ole Miss scored, I think, 48 points on the Alabama defense. And so that gave uh, a lot of folks uh, uh, an idea that that should be a track meet. Well, Alabama's offense did their part of the track meet. Up 35 to nothing before Ole Miss was able to score. The game was at that point in time over. And, and for, for the first time all year long, it appeared that Alabama just really reared up and, and, and played what you kind of expect Alabama to do. And I made the comment to someone uh, before that game started. And then after it was over with, I said, until further notice, don't bet against Alabama. Uh, we know they're good. We know Georgia's good. It appears those two teams have separated themselves from the pack as far as college football is concerned. Uh, and it's very possible that those two teams could get into the football playoffs and, very, again, very possible that they could play each other in the national championship game. Now, that said, uh, I think it's possible. I think they're the two best teams. But something somewhere in the, in my head says it, that won't happen. I don't know what, what may get in the way, but uh, some somehow, some way, maybe something will happen. But uh, I think those two teams have separated themselves, getting into the football playoffs. Where's Clemson this year? They're they're not going to be in. No one from the ACC is likely to get in. Uh, Pack 
10 is uh, Pac-12, whatever number they've got now in their conference. Uh, Oregon uh, loses, and therefore it doesn't appear that they're in, in good shape there. Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati in the in the uh, American Conference, uh, which is not one of the Power Five conferences. Maybe we'll get in for the first time since Boise State played. Uh, and a great win for them over Notre Dame in at the Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, since he led throughout the football game, and they had a great, uh, great win for them, and very interesting how that all worked itself out. Uh, good program, and uh, heaven forbid that Ohio State's not the most dominant team in the state of Ohio. It may be Cincinnati. Uh, I really would like to see Ohio State and Cincinnati play each other right, right next week or so. That's not going to happen. It could play. It could happen in the playoffs. Oklahoma, excuse me, Ohio State could get there. Cincinnati surely could get there. We'll just have to see how this stuff works itself out. We're coming come on a break. Uh, Chip Walters will have our Blue Raider Insider Report. be interesting to see what he's got to say about midweek and looking forward to Liberty and other things going on uh, on Blue Raider land. But we'll go ahead and take that break. Blue Raider Insider Report is coming up next on All Sports Talk. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Get rid of brown splotches, red marks on our face, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. Look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Does your home need freshening up? Let our family at Fair Construction help you. We do painting, new flooring, anything that you need. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Fair Construction offers high-quality craftsmanship, quick response, and attention to detail. For home restoration at a price you can afford, Fair Construction can get the job done, no matter how big or small it is. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. Hello again. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. I think we've got Matthew Gillespie on the line. I hope so. Uh, trying to get that squared away. 
back at the station and all that. Uh, Matt, can you are you there? Apparently not. Let's go ahead, Nick. Go ahead and play the Blue Raider Insider Report, if you would, please. Well, good afternoon, everybody. As preparations continue for Saturday's matchup in football with Liberty, there is information coming out about one Blue Raider player that's a good story. 30 NCAA Bowl subdivision student-athletes who excel both on and off the field were selected as candidates for the 2021 Senior Class Award. Middle Tennessee's Reed Blankenship has made the prestigious list and is the only representative from Conference USA. To be eligible for the award, a student-athlete must be classified as an NCAA Division I FBS senior or graduate student and have notable achievements in four areas of excellence. In the community, in the classroom, your character, and in competition. The complete list of candidates follows uh, all of these, these outstanding qualities. An acronym for Celebrating Loyalty and Achievement for Staying in School, C-L-A-S-S, the Senior Class Award focuses on the total student-athlete and encourages students to use their platform in athletics to make a positive impact as leaders in their communities. The 30 candidates will be narrowed to 10 finalists later in the season, and those 10 will be placed on the official ballot. Ballots will be distributed through a nationwide voting system to media, coaches, and fans who will select uh, one candidate who best exemplifies the four C's of community, classroom, character, and competition. The Senior Class Award winner will be announced during football bowl season in December, but congratulations, one of 30 across the entire country. Great news for Reed Blankenship. Redshirt junior Michael Bernard of men's golf has been named the Conference USA Player of the Week for October 6th. The uh, Hendersonville native finished fourth at the Trinity Forest Invitational this week with a score of five under par 208. Bernard bent the par 71, 7,330-yard course to his will on Tuesday's third and final round, recording six birdies and no pars for a career-best round of 65, which was minus six on that course. He moved up from a tie for 21st earlier in the second round to sole possession of fourth place on Tuesday, starting the day at one over and ending with a 54-hole score of minus five, 208. His score of 65 equaled the fourth lowest round by a Blue Raider on record. Bernard's round Tuesday was the first by a Blue Raider this season with no holes above par. Well, speaking of the entire team, the men's golf team recorded the second lowest team round of the day on Tuesday at SMU's Trinity Forest Invitational, wrapping up the tournament with a tie for third at minus four, 848. And uh, we told you about uh, Michael Bernard, but Matthias Vargin made moves of his own on Tuesday, climbing from 19th to a tie for fifth at four under par 209. Owen Stamper had a minus 170 on Tuesday to end the event at plus 4217. Kevin Jeggers finished the tournament tied for 46th at 222, which is plus nine. 
men's tennis, the Blue Raiders competed in the ITA All-American Championships on Tuesday, hosted by the University of Tulsa at the Michael Case Tennis Center. Chris Edge, Pavel Model, and Stein Slump represented the Blue Raiders, and now the uh, the Blue Raiders are in the ITA All-American Championships. So that is going on out in Tulsa. You can find more by following the Blue Raiders on social media. All right, that's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. All right, Tim, we got Matt on the line for you from the TSSAA. Matt? All right. Uh, Matt, you're in Sevierville, Tennessee, correct? Yes, sir. That's where I'm at right now. Pretty place, and I'm sure you're at a nice golf course. Where, what course are you playing up there? We are at the Sevierville Golf Club, uh, which has two 18-hole courses. First time we've ever had state tournament on uh, two courses at the same time, so it's uh, business as usual for the schools competing, they've always competed over two days for 36 holes, but instead of doing this over a three-week period, we're able to combine it all into uh, two tournaments within one week. So we had uh, the large classes for Division One and Two on Monday and Tuesday just completed that yesterday, and we'll get going with Division Two and Division One Class A uh, tomorrow and wrap that up on Friday. Football fans sometimes have a hard time figuring out that there are other sports taking place in the fall. Uh, golf starts before anyone else does back in July, and, and obviously doing their playoffs at the end. Uh, volleyball is a big deal as well, and uh, soccer. Uh, but uh, let's let's turn attention to football since we just have a couple couple minutes that we we get apologize for the the, the delay. But uh, your sense of how back how close to to 100% normal are we with football right now? I know it's not uh, 100, but it's it's a lot better than it was last fall for sure, I would think. I, I think we're better than we were last fall, but I think we're nowhere near out of the woods on any of this stuff. I mean, you yeah, you know, you spoke to even, you know, the trickle-down effect of, you know, we, we're short on officials. I mean, I think yeah. certainly COVID has played a hand in that. Um, and, and, you know, we, had a, uh, we were needing officials before COVID hit, so it certainly didn't help. That's that's a you know a trickle down effect of that, and that's uh, that'll affect uh, games being played and how many officials can can come to the games. And like you said, people are shifting games a lot to Thursdays now. But uh, as far as games being canceled again, you know we kind of started the year like what we did during last year. We had quite a few each week. Had uh, quote unquote COVID games, uh, you know, had to be canceled for that reason. But it's gotten better. Last week uh, we we had one game, but it really wasn't. Uh, COVID-related, the team had uh, a very minimal roster and had to cancel, and that was in West Tennessee, and that was the only game affected. So uh, compared to missing, you know, 25 to 30 games the first few weeks, we've kind of gotten back to normal. And this week, uh, you know, of course, it's very light with so many people on fall break, and we'll see uh, what we look like when we get back to somewhat of a uh, everybody back in school and everything next week uh, with the full slate of games. We'll see how many get played. and uh, But, yeah, I think we're definitely in better shape um, you know, than we were this time last year in regards to how many games are getting played and uh, things like that. Explain to folks what happens when a COVID game takes place. Someone has to forfeit because of COVID. How does that affect the record and how does that affect the playoffs? Yeah, so the, so the team that cannot play due to COVID uh, reports that to our office. Uh, the team they were going to play uh, is credited with a COVID win. So they get a win in the uh, win-loss column. Uh, if it was a non-region game, obviously it just goes on their overall standings. It's a region game. It goes in the region standings and overall standings. The other team is not credited with a loss. It's not like a true forfeit, per se. One team gets a win, the other gets a loss. It's just a no contest for them. Uh, but when you think about standings and how those are figured, 
it hurts pretty much just as bad as a loss because, you know, it's all the standings are figured by wins. I mean, you do get down to a winning percentage if you go very deep into tiebreakers every now and then. But, uh, but yeah, so not playing the game and not getting a win. Uh, and some teams do, you know, and have tried to reschedule those games, find different opponents, certainly looking at non-region games. A lot of them will do that. Uh, and just, you know, try to get 10 games. And if they do reschedule the game, uh, then, you know, they, and they were given the COVID win, then they get the result of what was on the field. So, uh, so there's, you know, a lot of factors that go into that, but we dealt with that, uh, pretty regularly last year. So we kind of, kind of got a pretty good feel how to deal with it this year as well. One of the positive effects that come from COVID, and, and, and I don't want to minimize the negatives at all because the negatives are all over the place, but uh, teams that are missing games have scheduled each other. For example, Lipscomb and Oakland played each other last week. Uh, terrific football game, as they last two weeks ago, I should say. And uh, it was last week, I guess, last Thursday night. And they'll play CPA on this, this um, tomorrow night. And those games were not on the original schedule because both teams were looking for games, uh, and that happened a lot last year. Some good matchups came to be. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, going into it last year, uh, so much of it was unknown and people were scrambling and things like that. But I think a lot of people learned from last year kind of how to deal with that and, hey, if we do need to pick up a game, here's, you know, how we go about looking for it and, you know, and and juggling their schedules a little bit and finding – common opponents with the same off weeks and things like that. So it, it has created some some matchups maybe you wouldn't have seen uh, prior to this. And maybe that will open it up in the future for, for scheduling uh, when teams look at uh, doing their, their non-region schedules and things like that. But, yeah, it certainly created some excitement, especially the games you mentioned. Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement there. So, uh, so yeah, it's uh, that, I guess if there is, like you said, yeah, you don't want to take light of the negative, but if there is a positive, I guess uh, you can look at it certainly that way. Matthew, in the minute or so we've got left, uh, what uh, from TWSWA is breaking news or, or news that we need to all know about, whether it be football or whatever it happens to be, or anything that comes to your mind about how operations are going with TWSWA? Well, I, I don't know if there's anything necessarily breaking news. You kind of touched on it earlier. I mean, there's so much going on other than football. I mean, certainly don't want to take light of the importance of football. It's uh, very important to all those fans and schools and athletes, but Golf, uh, these golf state championships are just as important to those state golf uh, competitors as Blue Cross Bowl would be to a football player. So this is a big week for them, and uh, we're starting volleyball and soccer postseason, girls' soccer and uh, cross countries around the corner. So this is a very busy time for us uh, for in regards to the postseason and everything coming up with that. So it's, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a lot of uh, big championships on the radar for us coming up soon, and uh, I think a lot of, uh, you know, we're just glad these student-athletes are, are continuing to get these opportunities with everything everybody's had to deal with over the past couple of years, and uh, we're able to kind of move forward with that and, and see them on the field in somewhat of a normal circumstances as, as best we can provide. Matthew Gillespie, Associate uh, Director of Athlet- uh, TWSAA, appreciate you coming on as always. Sorry for the confusion. We'll get you back on and hopefully next time be able to hook up like we're supposed to. Yeah, no, no problem, Tim. And uh, yeah, sorry if there's anything on my end. I, I don't know where it was, but uh, wish we could have visited longer. But yes, we can definitely mark our calendars and find another date, and we can talk a little longer next time. All right, we'll get that done. Thank you, Matt Gillespie, TWSAA. We're going to take a break when we come back. Coach Rick Ansel is standing by, and he's ready to come on All Sports Talk right after this break. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. 
We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Pleased to be joined by Coach Rick Hensel, Lady Raider basketball coach extraordinary. Rick, welcome in. Hey, Tim. How are you today? Man, that couldn't be much better. I know you're excited about this season coming up. Uh, one thing that I've jotted down to, to make sure – People recognize that Coach is really anxious to get the fans back in Murphy Center because I know that's a, a big deal to you. It's a big deal to me, and it, it looks like we've got a shot at least to getting our, our fans back in the, in the arena for the season. Well, right now everything's on go. Uh, that's all I'm hearing from the administration, and uh, we're pretty excited. I mean, you know how our fan base is. They're pretty invested in our basketball team. Our basketball team's pretty invested in our fan base, so – you know, to get everybody back in there, it doesn't do anything but give us a better home court advantage. Well, talk about your team, Rick. Uh, a lot of new players and names we're not only going to have to learn, but we're going to have to learn how to pronounce. And uh, uh, you got the several <laughs> kids from uh, other places. But uh, talk about your team, the, the team coming back. And, and, and by the way, I, I know there's at least two shooters that, that I saw in, uh, play in high school from uh, about 40, 50 miles from our campus, and uh, they can play it out shoot the basketball. I'm telling you, we're we're our coaching staff has done a tremendous job. Matt, uh, 
bringing these kids in and working with our, our parameter along with Kim and then Nina with the post. Uh, our freshman class, I don't know that I've ever signed a freshman class since I've been here that is, has brought just a little bit of everything. I mean, we've got shooters, we've got size, we've got slashers, we've got ball handlers, we got people that get up and pressure you. And then you put them back with the two starters that we had last year, which was uh, Courtney and uh, Alexis Whittington. Both of them are all conference players. And then um, the the young lady that we had sitting out that transferred in from BCU, Ksenia, she is just uh, she's a very, very, very talented young lady. And then the guard that we got in from Maine, which is a three-time conference, uh, all-conference player up there and one of their leading three-point shooters, uh, is unbelievable, just absolutely unbelievable. Runs the runs the team like a point guard's supposed to. If you back off of her just a little bit, she can knock down a three. Um, you know, just a great passer. Uh, I, I'm I'm really excited. I just tell you, I'm, I'm excited about where this team can go, what this team can do. I think it all comes down to how we blend those freshmen in, how mentally tough they get, uh, how they buy into our terminology, and how they buy into what we want. And if they do, and, and so far they have. The rest of today was the best practice I don't know that I've had on that plan court in a long, long time. Uh, we get after people defensively, and we shoot the ball. Like you said, we've got some tremendous shooters. Coach, it's uh, unfortunate that you lose two players to the portal, but I, I know I've heard people tell me that you feel like this is the best team you've had in, in quite some time, or potentially, and let's, let's, let's say it that way, because until they get out on the court and get it done and, and show, but uh, the, the talent's there, and uh, the coaching talent's there, I know, and uh, if you get it blended just the right way, it, it's got a chance to be an awful good season. Well, you look at what we brought in. you got uh, Gregory coming from Macon County, and she reminds me a lot of Jackie Pickle. Uh, I'm telling you, just her range is unbelievable. I'm, we're looking at 40, 42 feet. Probably yeah. she's wide open. Uh, you bring in the young lady from White County, Dodge and Gracie Dodge, and uh, just one game had 15 threes in one game. That's unbelievable to even think about that, and she did that. Uh, then you got the, the 7A player of the year coming in out of, out of Alabama, uh, Sky Payne. Just uh, had one of her best practices today. Just has got unbelievable talent. Uh, then you look at uh, the young lady that we brought in from uh, from Russia. She's, she was measured across campus when they gave her a physical at six six and a half. She just turned eighteen years old. She might uh, grow another two inches. Uh, I think that, that if she learns to get aggressive, and she she was better today than she was yesterday. The thing I don't remember, she's only had four practices since she's been here, and those other young ladies have been going since April. But she came in today, and she looked like a player today. Coach Earl came to practice today, and he was excited about what he saw. He thought this could be one of our best teams. Our schedule is challenging. Uh, it should be. And, um, you know, we get we get early. We get uh, VCU. We, we get East Carolina the first game. Then we fly into VCU, then come back and play Vandy on our home court. And then I think that we go to Tech from there, and then we got Marquette and Illinois, and come back home, and we go to Belmont, and then we got Mercer, which was in the tournament, Southern Illinois, and then we get into our conference. So I'm pretty excited about what I'm seeing right now. I'll just tell you, uh, it's uh, I think it'll be a great year, Coach. One thing I've observed over the past several years, uh, you, you're able to put players in positions sometimes where they don't need to be fours and fives in particular. Uh, with maybe taller players on the bench, but uh, you just want to make sure you got five skilled players out there. But this this year, 
hopefully we're going to have some size and uh, skill that get get some some of that in there to kind of give you a fighting chance against some of these bigger teams. We had three freshmen last year, and they got that year back. Susha and Jada's out of Canada. Susha's also out of Russia. She's six three, six four. Jada's six four. Annabelle's out of Spain. Those three got their year back, so they're really freshmen too. And I'm telling you, they've made big, big strides. Our emphasis this summer and this spring was getting with them and making, really getting them tougher, getting them where they can catch a ball, finish. Uh, I think that we're going to be able to play uh, a lot of combinations this year. I think, uh, and, and you're going to need that. You never know when COVID might hit one, one of your kids or you might have to go into isolation with a couple of them. Uh, let's hope nothing like that happens, but uh, if it does, I don't think we'll be as in a bind as we were last year, you know. Coach, tell me the truth. Can you pronounce every name on your roster? Uh, no, I can't. And uh, <laughs> somebody said, well, how do you, how, how are you going to speak all those languages? And I said, they got to learn how to speak Woodbury. <laughs> if they learn oh, how to do goodness. that, then, hey, they're going to be all right. But, hey, let me tell you something. Commun- I, really and truly, the communication has, been, has not been a challenge. Not been a challenge. Uh, those other players that I've got. Uh, you take Pitney and you take Alexis, you take Amanda. Uh, they know the system. They, on the sidelines, you can watch practice, and they're over there pointing out and coaching on the sidelines. And that's what you want, you know. Uh, one of the things that I've, I've looked and I've, I've observed more than anything, it's about team. This team is so close, it's unreal. And, uh, you know, there's a combination of a lot of things, there, you know, with the older kids and and then the, the the kid we brought in from Maine, Dover, uh, from Israel, she is she's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, today, I was uh, was in practice with some of his friends, and he he talked to Matt and talked to me, and he said, "I don't know, I've never seen anybody as at the point there as good as she is." And you know, we'll see, we'll see when the season gets started. You don't you don't know anything until you put them put them to test, and um, we can't wait. You know, I told Matt just a minute ago. Tell me how, how the, the young lady from Maine, who, I don't know if they've got a Hall of Fame up there, but if they do, she's likely to be in it, the way I read her stats, that she's a graduate transfer. Tell me the story how, how she ended up at Middle Tennessee. Well, her name went into the in the transfer pool, and uh, we were already, we had seen her play in two different tournaments that we'd been in uh, before, Thanksgiving tournaments, we'd seen her play, and we were, we were really, uh, we really liked what we saw when we saw her play, you know, she was so good as a freshman, and sophomore, and and uh, when her name went in that transfer form, man, it was right on top of it. And, man, it, I said this before and I'll say it again. I don't know that there's a better re- male recruiter in the country than Matt. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, you – maybe not a lot of people. Some people might say, well, you're saying that because he's my son. No, I'm saying that because he's that good. I mean, you know, the the young lady we brought in from Russia, uh, she – I don't know that – I don't know that I've seen anybody that young with that – skill set that she's got and uh she could be a difference maker she's much like the young lady that was at rice and i think she's she's better skilled than the young lady at rice and i remember when she came into the league she she had trouble getting aggressive early but after she found her way she was uh, the most dominant player in the conference usa so we're pretty excited about her but go back to the old we're really excited about her she's 
the one thing, if you come to Murphy Center, I don't care when you go in there, you're going to see her. She, she's in there at all hours. I mean, you go in there this, right now, if you went in there, she'd probably be shooting. She loves the game, straight-A student. Got a, and another thing I'm going to mention, Tim, this bunch has an extremely, extremely great uh, IQ, all of them. I mean, their IQ, basketball IQ is unbelievable. It's an interesting thing to have that coach. Uh, the, the blending of talent is a psychological thing that uh, people sometimes don't recognize how difficult that can be, trying to take uh, people from, in this case, different cultures and different countries. But even if you're bringing them from uh, Woodbury and, or Pearl Cone, uh, both on the same team, coming from very different atmospheres, just uh, 30, 40 miles apart. But that's, I think that's a real key to coaching, is being able oh, to, to get your kids to play together. And you've done a tremendous Tremendous job with that in, in high school and, and uh, over your career at Middle Tennessee. Well, I think that's part of coaching. The big part of coaching is, is getting people in and getting them to get along with each other. And if you if you have one or two that don't get along with the rest of the team, you got challenges, and you got challenges all year long. You know, and uh, um, that's just sitting back and observing what I've seen right now. Just like I said, I, I don't know that I've had a team, and I've had some great players. My team away from teams like Jackie and Henry and. AC and come on through Becky and Abby and then uh, AJ and who bunch that came through uh, uh, Jason Rowe and and uh, Katie um, and and you know we we can go back and mention a lot of a lot of players but uh, just coming in right now the way they the way they're they're soaking up everything that we're trying to give them it's uh, it's good it, it's exciting to walk up the ramp every day knowing that you're going that your players are going to give. They're going to give you as much energy as you give them, and that's one of the things that's exciting. I think you could single out any one of my coaches, Kim, uh, Matt, Nina, Eddie. They'll tell you that they're they're excited when they when they go up that ramp because they know that those players that we've got right now, they're going to give us as much as we're going to give them. Coach, in the minute we've got left, uh, go through what happened between October the 6th and the first game of the season. You've got to, just a few weeks left to, before you really get into it. But uh, talk about your schedule for the next four weeks or so. Well, right now what we're, what we're doing is them having to recognize uh, quickly, uh, react to what we, we're calling. Just like today, we would be right in the middle of a defensive drill, you know, and then Matt would say, uh, which is one of our sideline um plays that we got. We got about 10 options off of that, and he'd, he'd call a play and expect them to be in it and execute it right to the tee. Then we jump right into what we call circle, which is a, a zone offense that we got. And, and, you know, we allow them to free substitute that. If you, you want to stand on the sidelines all day long, that's your business. But if you want to get some reps, you better jump out there. One of the things we saw today, we had two or three young ladies that wouldn't get off the floor when they got into position. They didn't argue, didn't argue but saying, hey, I'm going to take this rep. You know, and, uh, <laughs> as a coach, <laughs> you know, that's that's really good. That's what you want, and that's what we're trying to get them. they got to react quickly. we got to be ready to go, Tim. We're, when we play our first game, we're playing to get in the NCAA tournament. We're not playing it to get it over with. We're not playing it to get a win. We're playing it because we know that we got something at the end of the rainbow, and that is, we're looking to get an at-large bid, and we're looking, if we get that at-large bid, or if we get the automatic bid, then we're looking to get a seed. You know, last year they seed us in rank 13th or 14th, which was I thought was a bad seed for us, and everybody else said that. matter of fact, the committee said the reason we put you where we did where you were playing Tennessee the first-round game, and it proved, it proved them right is because of TV, and that, 
that was the of all the games that was played in the NCAA tournament last year, you had the, the finals, the semifinals, you had one other game, then you had our game, which was the fourth one of these few games last year, the game between Middle Tennessee and Tennessee. Coach, I can't wait for the season to start. I look forward to it, and uh, good luck to you and your squad for the rest of practice, and like I say, look forward to that tip-off of the first game. Well, you know what I think about you. I mean, you promote women's basketball, and I thought Jeff, Jeff does a good job as your sidekick when you got him on there. And, uh, you know, you, both of you guys make our games, and you don't know how much I appreciate that. Well, I look forward to it. Uh, Rick Ensel, head coach at Middle Tennessee. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up on All Sports Talk. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Still find a traffic volume out here on 24 coming in from Davidson County, making your way through Rutherford County. Just allow yourself a little bit of extra travel time. We've seen lots of radar this afternoon, especially as you continue towards Manchester. Gatlinburg Wine Cellars, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check out all their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Need to mention a couple of our good sponsors. First Bank, all across the state of Tennessee, is where we bank with All Sports Talk. Friendly folks and great service at uh, All Sports at uh, First Bank. And I'll, I'll also, Hot Yoga of Murfreesboro, our new sponsor. I don't have all my stuff in front of me, so I apologize for that. We're giving them a free one today, but I want to m- mention that uh, infrared uh, heat is what they use and joints, pain, uh, stress, and all that kind of thing. Those of you that are yoga folks or maybe looking for just some way to get into a program where uh, you can find some positive things, give them a call at uh, Murfreesboro Yoga, hotyoga.com. Uh, that's not a call. That's an email, but uh, – Give them a shot if you can, uh, somewhere down the line. Uh, t- tomorrow we'll have Chris Massaro, athletic director of Middle Tennessee, and Chris Eakes from Tennessee Prep Weekly. And then uh, Oakland CPA will follow that on WGNS Radio. Friday, Braves baseball, and Saturday, Middle Tennessee football. Thank you, Nick Cohn. We got through it. Tomorrow's going to be better, I know for sure. But uh, thanks for listening to All Sports Talk. We'll be back tomorrow at 5.06. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. 
Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Hey guys, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick